0: Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Rachel Cruz, number one best selling author co-host of the Smart Money Happy Hour, Ramsey Personality, and my daughter is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Shane starts this hour in Baltimore. Hi, Shane. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
1: Hey, Dave. How you doing?
0: Better than I deserve. What's up?
1: All right. So I feel like I know the answer to this question, which I hate, but I wanted to hear from you. Um, So I recently purchased a home from my grandmother who passed Um, and I knew it was essentially a steal to buy because I was going to get it way lower than it's actually valued at. So long story short, I have equity in the home, which is awesome, but I've been struggling internally to figure out if I should roll my credit card debt into that home, into the equity of the home, and then pay that off with gazelle intensity. Um, I have $26,000 in debt, credit card debt. Um, and I make eighty five a year. So you're single? I'm single.
0: What's the answer to your question? You know it.
1: I know what it is. I just but it it would free up four hundred dollars a month for me if I were to roll it. But I it's funny, I tell my mom like my problem is not the debt, my problem is that I'm not disciplined enough to knock it out. Like, why do I need to consolidate it into my into my equity? So <laughs>
2: And that answer is what Shane.
1: Uh, that, I mean, I feel like I'm getting to a point where I really I, the answer is that I shouldn't do it. I know I know exactly what I should do. Yeah. I just I wanted to make sure it was the right thing to do. The that's thing that scares for, me. Is the uh, let's brain.
0: let's kind of back up for a second. Okay, four hundred dollars a month is not true. Okay, and that's forty eight hundred dollars a year. You're not saving that on twenty seven thousand dollars worth of debt in interest. The only way you're saving $400 a month is if you're going to be in debt longer. Gotcha. Which is absolutely not your goal.
1: No, it's not.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, you're just trying to dumb this down to make it easy and it's not going to get easy. The you know, it this is band-aid fast off
3: versus yeah.
0: band-aid versus band-aid slow off and you get gangrene.
2: True that. Gross. <laughs>
0: hey, Shane and I are okay. Rachel, you don't have to worry. But it. if you don't want in, it's okay.
2: <laughs> so have, like Google imaging. Oh, Shane. Okay, so, so, what, what, what's, the, so, so here's what's the? So here's
0: the deal. Yeah, get fired up and lay it out. Lay out the math and go. What is it you make again? By the way, eighty-five. Okay, so twenty-seven. So. You're by yourself. You don't have to talk anybody into this. You're how old? 29. Okay. One year.
1: You really think I can do it in one year? I'm positive you can do
0: it in one year. Gosh, I
1: knew you were going to say this.
0: And here's the problem, Shane. You're going to have no life for a whole year. All you're going to do is work and eat ramen noodles and pay debt. No going out. No eating out. No vacation. No vacation. Work, 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 and you're done in a year. See, this is only about twenty three hundred dollars a month, and you're done in one year.
1: All right, Shane. It, what's
2: the what? What is the debt? The twenty six. I mean, I know it's credit card debt, but what was it's it? Just credit. on was it just life? Was it?
1: It's life over about eight years. So I've, that's what's going to be I've, hard,
2: Shane. Is it's not like this is just a car loan and you made one purchase that puts you in this. These are multiple decisions. You know what I mean over life, and you're and you're used to living that kind of lifestyle of twenty six thousand dollars above what you've been making. So it's going to feel yeah. even more sacrificial yeah, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, so just as and as as a, here, as a heads up,
0: here's the thing: if you'll do this, it'll make you a multimillionaire. And here's why it'll make you a multimillionaire. Here's why: because it the. Anytime you get ready to be chaotic and sloppy and disorganized and slip back into credit card debt, you will remember the year from hell, and you will not let yourself do it. Dang. But if you wander your butt, just kind of lollygagging along out of debt, you will wander back in. Dang. Because, you, <laughs> But if you have to pay a price, I mean, if you got the, the, the year from hell in your consciousness and you go crap no i'm not buying that there's no way now, i'm not going to a month without a budget i remember where that put me before oh and you this is this is it's settled in your brain it's settled in your body it's settled in your spirit and that's why i'm telling you to do it it's not just because it gets you out of debt and it's not just because it's absolutely the highest probability you will win but what we're doing here is we're resetting the way you handle money for the rest of your life yeah and that's going to make you, it's going to make you're only 27. It's going to make 29. It's going to make you $10 million. I mean, lit, I promise you, the math says it because you know how to make money and you've not been horrible with money. I mean, you're not like as bad as like Congress or something. I mean, you're not, <laughs> it's you know, pretty you're low not, you're bar. not ridiculous. Know, you only got $27,000, but you, it's just sloppy. It's like the, the enemy that's of pretty.
2: The- it's pretty intense. Not, this is not to shame Shane, but like $26,000 in credit card debt from just life though. Like it, it's, it's going to be a shift, Shane. Like just, you got to hear that, but it needs yeah, but to happen. Like it you needs said, to it's happen. Not,
0: it wasn't like a, this explosion of stupidity. It was gradual. You know, like like yeah. you said, that's yeah. that's the truth. And, and so... The the danger of that is is the enemy of excellence is not horrible. The enemy of excellence is okay.
2: Complacency. Yep.
0: It's, oh, oh, this is good enough. You know, and we used to say this redneck saying, I don't know if they say this kind of stuff anymore close enough for government work. Have you ever heard that one? Close Mm -hmm. enough for government work. Nope. Which means half butt do your job. Okay. That's what it means in the neighborhood I grew up in. Mm -hmm. And so. You know, it's mediocrity, Yeah. you know, and yep. so, and, and, you know, Shane, you're fighting what all of America is fighting, the, this slip into mediocrity, and you've got the ability here to completely change that, and the cool thing is, you already knew every bit of it before you called here. <laughs> it, now all you got to do is go do it. I'm proud of you, man. Proud of you. I, great, Shane. I can't wait to do your debt-free scream with you in a year when you hate the old Shane so bad that you will never go back to him (laughs) and you you we're breaking up with him never going back with him and so we're going to be organized diligent have money budgeted for fun money budgeted for luxuries and we're going to go become very wealthy and outrageously generous and that's in your future you could be a millionaire in 10 years you really can be from where you're sitting right now you're in really, really, cause, cause, mainly because of headspace. Your headspace is excellent.
2: As long as the gangrene doesn't if, get him. <laughs> <laughs> Rip that Band-Aid off, Shane. It's so gross.
0: Watch out for the amputation. <laughs> this is the Ramsey Show. Every team that wins has a good offense and a good defense. Money's the same way. Offense is you get out of debt, you invest, and you're generous. Defense is insurance. You need good insurance. You need to protect your finances from the big emergencies. There's 10 kinds of insurance coverage you might need based on what your life looks like today. And we built a tool called the coverage checkup which shows you the types you need to add, the junk you need to drop, and the adjustments you need to make. And we'll even rank your coverage list by importance, email it to you, and connect you to a Ramsey-trusted insurance provider to help you get this new plan in place fast. None of it costs you a dime. Matter of fact, you're probably going to save some money as a result. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash checkup. Completely free. RamseySolutions.com slash checkup. Do not let emergencies sneak up on you, Russ is with us in South Bend. Hi, Russ. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
4: Hi, thanks so much, uh, Dave. We are a young married couple in our early seventies, <laughs> and uh, we have we're financially free. And at this stage of life, we've got about eighty thousand dollars in cash. Uh, we've gone through Financial Peace University and uh, designated uh, the emergency fund out of that. But my question is twofold. Um, What's the best thing to do with that money? Obviously, sitting in the bank is probably not the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. The second question is, is the goal of wealth realistic at this stage in our lives?
0: Uh, we have to define wealth uh, extreme wealth uh, unless you make really, really good money. No, because time is not on your side um, mm-hmm. but uh but can we you know can we build a nice nest egg, a plump one? Sure. Sure. And of course, that depends on a whole, a whole host of other factors and variables that you can control some of and some of you can affect. But yeah. Um, so, but I mean, 60,000 invested in good mutual funds, if it averages 10 percent, would double every seven years. So it'd be if you don't add anything to it. Mm-hmm. So it would be, you know, and, you know, when, if you're 70, it would when you're seventy-seven it would be 120, and if you're um, 84, it'd be 240, give or take. But, I mean, that's pretty close. And that's if you don't add anything to it. Now, of course, you've got income. You've got other things going on. But, you know, a quarter million dollars uh, as a plump little nest egg in your early 80s is certainly better than a whole host of people. Absolutely, and you know, the neighborhood I grew up in, we called that rich, but it's probably not really rich. But yeah,
4: <laughs> no, that's that's great. So mutual funds would be the way to go, in your
0: opinion. If you're going to leave your hands off of it, yeah. If you can leave yeah. your hands off of it, you have an emergency fund in addition, and uh, yes. you have income to live on.
4: Yeah, we both uh, we we pull in about sixty grand a year, uh, about thirty apiece. Uh, at this stage, I've got a financial stream. From my old insurance uh, business, I live on residuals and uh, uh, occasional referrals. Uh, she also is on social security, and uh, uh, she's uh, working at an accounting firm, and she does a little part-time work for that. So this is semi-retirement for us, and there is a st- income streams for both of us and, uh, along that uh, that amount of money. Good,
0: perfect, right. excellent, well done. Yeah, I mean, so you're you're secure. <laughs> And, uh, sure. and so we can allow this money to grow. We might even be able to add a little bit to it as we go along. Uh, if you mm-hmm. wanted to, there's, there's no, no panic here. It's not like the the house is on fire, but you've done a yeah. good. I mean, you, you set yourself up to where you should be able to prosper with that. It's
2: great, Russ. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: Ashley's with us. Ashley's in Los Angeles. Hi, Ashley. How are you?
5: Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. Huge fan. Thank you. Um, my question is, um, my husband and I are on baby step six. Um, we uh, have uh, about $450,000 left on our mortgage, just under a million dollars in equity. And my husband would like to take about the about $150,000 that we have in our savings possibly invest that in in real estate and uh, in investments. And so my, and my opinion is that we should, we're $450,000 to completely being debt-free, that we could, should continue to chip away at that mortgage payment um, rather than invest now. Um, so we just aren't sure where to go from here.
2: Yeah, it's a good question, Ashley. I mean, it's one that I feel like a lot of people are asking these days. This comes up a lot um, that I see. So, yeah, I'm more of your line of thinking. I would throw okay. that money at the at your primary home, pay it off, and then make it a goal for you guys to to buy an investment property. Which may be tough in Los Angeles to do it with cash, but that's how we recommend doing it. Right? How much do you guys make a year?
5: So combined income is just about two hundred okay. mm-hmm.
2: and twenty five thousand. Okay. And he. Go ahead. Well, what do you guys do for a living?
5: So I'm in real estate, so that's why I okay. love taking those commission checks and throwing them at our mortgage, um, and just pretty much living off of his income, which he's in law enforcement.
0: What okay. does he make of the two fifty?
5: Um, about one fifty to one seventy five.
0: Okay, so if you throw 100 on a hundred a year at this, plus the one fifty, you're done in three years. Okay. How old are y'all? 38. Yeah. So you're a whole 41 years old. Uh, you own a house at that point that's worth a million and a half to $2 million. And um, it's completely paid for and you make $250,000 a year. That sets you up to build a lot of wealth in the future. Um, and, okay. and if you go put 150000 down on a six or $700,000 rental property, it'll barely mm-hmm. cash flow. Barely cash flow. Right. And so there's no blessing there. So, it, it's, so the answer to the question is not real estate or what can you do or that. The answer, is, should the lens to look at it is, okay, what gets us when we're 50 to the highest net worth? Which method? Right. Which method? And I can promise you the method that does that is paying off your mortgage first and then paying cash for your first rental property. And you can do all okay. of that before you're 50.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because there's – there's still this myth out there, Ashley, with real estate and investment real estate. I see it everywhere. It's just like I, I, I just it feels higher than it has in a long time of people wanting to get in right. and do stuff and because there's kind of this mentality of like, "Oh my gosh, how great. It's kind of fun and like we have this other property and we get rental income and it, and it feels like this cool thing to do." But in reality, it's a, it's a side business. I mean, you're going to be dealing with tenants. Right. And on top yeah. of that, the money never ends up being what people think it is with the headache and everything like what what you guys end up after fixing stuff in the house, paying the mortgage because you're taking mortgage out on it. The, if the rent isn't paid, I mean, there's just so much that goes into it. That's not as glamorous as it seems. And it's great. We love real estate. We are a real estate family. My husband does real estate. Dad, Dave loves real estate. So it's not that we're against it. Uh, in fact it's a wonderful thing but you want to do it the right way because if you go in about if you go if you go into it like you guys are thinking it's it doesn't end up being as wonderful and great as an instagram reel makes it out to be that you see all the time
0: yeah for <laughs> real nothing ends up as great as an instagram reel <laughs> no. in reality so uh but yeah the, the, the you know you're dealing folks with a someone who doesn't know anything about real estate when they say things like Well, the tenant will pay the bill. That means you've never had a tenant. That's what that means. That means you've never had a hot water heater go out the same month that the tenant moved out and broke the contract. And you don't even know where they are. They just left. Oh, and this was in a nice house, not a junky house. And they trashed it the same month. So I'm I'm putting in heat and air. I'm having to paint it because these morons spray painted the wall. For some reason, they decided to do this as they broke the contract and left and disappeared in the middle of the night. And now I got no payment coming in. I got a lot of money going out. This is landlording. This is landlording right here. Now, can you make money net net of all of that? Yeah, because you put a tenant back in, you're going to get rent, and you don't have any payments. If you don't have any payments, but if you got put down $150,000, you have In lost Los your hiney under the thing I just described. You'll look back there and it's gone. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality is my co-host today as we take your questions at 888-825. 5225. Our question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Don't wait until the AC or something else goes out. Neighborly helps you find local providers like AirServe, Mr. Appliance, Dryer Vent Wizard, and Precision Door Service. Go to neighborly.com. Great company. They'll help you out.
2: Yeah, so today's question comes from Jeremy in Pennsylvania. I am doing a will. I'm 55 years old and have a wife and two adult children. I'm split between leaving everything to my wife or going ahead and leaving things to my kids as well. There are certain things I want my kids to have, but I don't want my wife to think that I don't trust her to carry out my wishes if I precede her. Uh, Is it weird not to leave everything to my wife? Um. I mean, not necessarily. It is her money too, though. I mean, like it's not just your money and your stuff. It's you guys together. But I think if you were to say, hey, when I, you know, if I pass away, what would you think, how much, you know, what does it look like for your life? You know, this is you talking to your wife of what do things look like for you? What um, what will you have? Will you be taken care of? Making sure she's your priority first because your adult children are second in that, And then if everything is fine and good, like, I'm okay with you saying, okay, you know, do we want to get, leave them, you know, X amount and X amount, but all of that is communicated with her because this is her money too. That's what I would say.
0: There's two things built into your question that are disturbing. The way you state this is almost like there's a possibility this is your second wife and these kids aren't hers. Oh. And if that's the case, then, um, you know, then you've got to have this discussion and go, I... I'm going to leave you this amount to take care of you and this amount for them because I want to do that. If that's the case. If not, the other thing that may be hidden in here is there's like some reason that you feel like she's not going to do this. Mm -hmm. Like she's been irresponsible or you all haven't been unified in your decision making on money. And so you have a reason to kind of worry that she's not going to follow through on your wishes. Um, if if that's the case, then that's another issue. That's different than a will. That's a, a marriage issue, a trust issue that you've got to get into. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so, um, that, that's two possibilities. I mean, the third possibility is as simple as, um, these are her kids, your kids, and, um, you can do whatever you want to do with your money, but it's also hers as Rachel stated. So we ought to talk about this and just figure it out together. What's, you know, what is your motivation on that? And, uh, Primary is that she's taken care of. If you don't leave her enough to have a wonderful life, because you gave too much to your kids, your grown kids, strange, uh, that wouldn't I would not agree with that. Yeah, Uh, your your primary responsibility is to her.
2: Okay, so what I just thought of this question as we were talking this out: if you did have a second marriage and all grown kids, or even teen, I mean, maybe even. Well, I'd say grown kids.
3: He said have children.
2: Yeah. What is the what is the responsibility if someone is bringing in money to a marriage, and they are one now. Yeah. But she has four adult kids, and he has two, mm-hmm. and it they're later in life. You know what I mean? Like, does no, he I mean, have responsibility it, to leave money to those four kids, or it, it's going to be left to her? So she's probably going to. You know what I mean? Like,
0: gets really complicated. Yeah. Because you, know, uh, you know, second marriage could be twenty five years long. You know, it could be longer than the first Yep, and um, wouldn't be that unusual. Uh, And and so, uh, and and, you know, the grown kids are all okay. And he wants first to make sure his new wife is taken care of. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Wouldn't be bad. Sure. So you just got to think that through, but there's no inherent entitlement that these grown kids are entitled, adult children are entitled Mm -hmm. uh, morally, ethically, spiritually, none of that. Um, and, and, um, it's, it's not unusual in the, in a situation with a stepmom, as an example, uh, for the adult kids to resent her getting anything.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and that's a sense of entitlement yep. that is wrong. Yep. That sense of entitlement is wrong. But, uh, so like I've got a, a, a wealthy friend who's in his seventies, got remarried, uh, and, um, recently, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know what his estate plan is. But his kids are perfectly, his grown kids are perfectly functional. Yep. They don't need anything. Yep. Uh, so, you know, were I in his situation, I will make sure she's taken care of and I want to leave some to them. Yep. Uh, but, uh, and he's got the, uh, the, you know, the ability to do both in mm-hmm. that case. So, but what, what's primary? I I I think your spouse is probably going to be yep. primary even then. Yep. Uh, if, if you had to look but at But
2: do, do you think the stepkids are entitled to? Yeah.
0: Oh, n- not necessarily. No. Yeah. I mean, that's almost prenup stuff.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Uh, but it's, it's, it's the complications of yours, mine, and ours. Mm -hmm. And uh, it requires even that much more uh, constant communication and discussion about the estate plan, you know? So like your brother and your husband are in estate planning meeting with me and your mom tomorrow, Mm -hmm. you know, and Winston is, you know, is not. In my bloodline, but he's married to you mm-hmm. and uh, handles a lot of our real estate. And so, yeah, we're going to be there tomorrow talking through, you know, some changes, what we're doing, but, you know, what's that look like? Everybody's got to be in it, you know? Everybody's got to know what's going on. Am I
2: getting cut out of the wheel, Dave? Huh?
0: No, I'm <laughs> getting cut out of the wheel. Really, you know, changes. It's so, so freaking complicated, we have to review it every so often.
2: Yeah, no, totally. Just to make
0: sure we remember what we said we were doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And
0: um, and I
2: think it's a, that's another piece to this, too, that I think is important, another element, is as an adult child right as we all are but that's why doing this in your 20s your 30s your 40s is setting your own family up right regardless of where your parents depended upon your parents or any messiness that comes out of wills and all of this like that you are in a position that you're taking care of yourself yeah and that
0: and any of that's just gravy yes yeah, yes gravy on the biscuit that's exactly right uh, and then the second thing that comes out of or another point that comes out of this discussion is a you need a will Yes. Everybody does. And 78% of Americans die without a will. Stupid. It's just stupid. Get your will done. Go to mamabearlegalforms.com. Get your will done. The second thing is tell everybody what's going to happen. Like if you've got stepchildren, we're talking about her kids, and she did not bring wealth into the marriage, or she did, and they're going to get hers, but they're not going to get yours, tell them. Yep. Tell them. So, you know. Or, or tell them, I'm going to take tell your kids, I'm going to take care of my new wife with this, and whatever's left over, you're going to get. And so they don't go, wow, well, I'm going mm-hmm. go ahead and get all that out of the way. You know, yeah. Let's just tell everybody where it is. Go ahead and have a reading of the will, and if somebody's going to be pissed off, let them do it while you're alive. Yep. You know?
2: And another question we get all the time is, how do I help my parents? talk about this stuff. How do I get my parents to do a will? How do I start these kind of conversations because of importance? So, if that if you are in that situation, that was in one of my FPU classes that I when I coordinated it uh we're done now, but one of the questions that came through C- was couple a lady. Weeks ago. Yeah, it yeah. was a lady that um she said that she was like, "I, my husband's parents told him that he's going to have to be the executor of everything, but he didn't know what's in it and he didn't, you know." And so I'm yeah. like sitting down and saying, hey, we want we want this communicated really clearly so that your wishes are granted mm-hmm. and your legacy, how you want it, is to be, yeah. you know, to be on. So that's a reason exec- to get it.
0: I refuse to be the executor of something, and I don't know what it is. Yeah. That's asinine. Mm-hmm. It's a secret, but we want you to be in charge of the secret. No, not a chance. Not signing up for your toxic BS. No, thank you and that's exactly what was going on yeah so no we're not doing that we're going to sit down everybody's going to know we're all going to talk about it and then i can execute i don't care if i get any money i'm not after the money i just want to help no you execute on. your wishes that's what the executor does is execute your wishes it's like the but end of a, your secrets and your toxic bs not a chance not doing that
2: there's a great line at the end of a taylor swift song into a hero
0: what's the line <laughs> Where
2: they're all she says, I had a dream. Well, I don't know if you have time to quote the whole thing, but she, yeah, she had a dream that uh, her stepdaughter married for the money and then found out she wasn't in the will. And they all said, she's looking up from us. <laughs> Hell smiling.
0: I can't even, you didn't, you can't finish it for laughing. This is the Ramsey it's Show. It's so good. <laughs> Rachel Cruz, Ramsey Personality Taylor Swift song quoter is I butchered my it too. co-host I butchered it. today. You giggled all the way through it. and Nobody I, knew what you said. I had
2: a dream. My daughter-in-law kills me for the money. She thinks I left them in the will, is it? And then they all have the reading, and they realize, you know, they're not in it. And then the last line is, they're all screaming. She's laughing up at us from hell. Can I say that? Yes. Oh, I guess. From hell.
0: <laughs> we don't get fined for hell. I don't know. No. I mean, as far as I know. Yeah. All right. Mich- Remember when
2: you thought asinine was a cuss word?
0: Yeah, well, There's that. Michelle is in Rochester, New York. Hey Michelle, how are you?
2: Hi, thanks for taking my call.
0: Sure, what's up?
7: Um. So my husband and I are trying to decide if we should move in with our mother-in-law. We are going to be seniors in college. We've been married two years now. And there's two main reasons why we would move. The first is we would save money probably. We'd still pay her rent, but we'd probably save $400 a month. And the second reason is because she's a single mom and her son is moving out to get married, so now she'll be in the house alone and she doesn't like to be alone.
0: Is her son your husband, the one that's getting married? Uh, no. What?
2: It's my, my husband's twin brother.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so Michelle,
2: a reason to move in with an in-law under the um, motivation because she doesn't like to be alone, that starts to really entangle a relationship because it sounds like you're being kind, but it actually ends up being extremely dysfunctional that she's depending it upon you guys. If the fill. only way she's
0: not alone is her grown children stay home with her, that's dysfunctional. I'll just say it that way. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. sorry. This late. Um, It's a normal thing to cry when your grown kids leave and cheer 20 minutes later. It's a normal thing to do that. Mm-hmm. You do both, okay? And uh, to just cry, and I don't want to, she needs to have a life outside of her children.
7: Okay, I will say um, she is very self-sufficient. She still works full-time. No, she's not. She, not emotionally. Um, it's not that she, I mean, it was just sort of an idea that was brought up, and we would only live with her for a year, and she knows that. And um, she also, like, I don't know. It's, It's. I guess, in the situation that's hard to describe, but I'm not as much concerned about her, like if, because we've talked about not moving in and she would just go on with life. It's mm-hmm. not like a necessitated thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to be better for y'all and her emotionally and relationally. But that's not a psychologist or a therapist speaking or a pastor speaking. That's just an old man telling you. Okay. You do whatever you want to do.
2: And do you guys, is there a reason, you know, you said you're going to save $400. Yeah, but they're
0: juniors in college, you said, right?
2: Uh, we'll be seniors this year. Yeah,
0: coming up. Yes, Yeah, but the, um, the twin brother and his new wife aren't staying.
7: Uh, well, they're living in um, the, the new wife's in-law apartment with her parents. So they sort of have their own situation. Um, we had just talked about it, like, because it was our last year of college, it might be nice to save money and take some of the strain off of ourselves.
0: If yeah, you, if you want easy. to do it, it's yes, fine. And it, it's the way you presented it sounded weird.
2: Okay. Sorry. No, so that, that was, I guess I, you didn't, you didn't, it, it's not that it sounded weird. It just that our answer changes or my, I'll say my answer is more cautious for you, Michelle, because of the end of that. It's not that we're doing this for a financial goal because some people do that, right? I mean, we, we talk to people a lot that they're like, Hey, I, we're going to make this move Uh, because we have this goal, and then we're going to be out. There's a date. It's very specific, all of that. I'm not completely against that. It was the last part when you said, and because she doesn't like to be alone. That's where my flag went up, just for you, Michelle, like woman to woman. No,
0: it goes up for her. It goes up for your husband, too. Yeah. That's what's weird. I mean, that is weird.
2: So if that part wasn't the end of it, though, and if your only question was, hey, it's our last year of college, and we're able to save some money if we do this, you know, what do you guys think about that? If that was it, I would say and, and
0: you're all in.
2: Yeah, and I would say, I mean, yeah, if that's what you guys choose to do, and but I would have an end date. I would not be living with my in-laws over a long extended period of time as young newlyweds. I don't think that I think you guys figuring out life just you guys together is really healthy. Um, I would prefer that you didn't. I think you guys just figuring out life together is is great. Um, but if you wanted to and had an end date and all of that you it could be an option it won't like
0: yeah, destroy but, uh, but it's
2: that end that other part of the question that i'm like ooh yeah,
0: just don't you know I, what what i heard was just codependence and i don't i, I wouldn't i don't recommend that for anybody mm-hmm. um you know if uh cuz there's not an end there's not an end to that there, that needy that neediness is not something that needs to be fed it needs to be healed and that's that's all i was saying just from again that's just old man talking so yeah. it's not there's no professional quote guidance there you you called us and asked our opinion so and i don't think she's a bad lady i think she's just normal it's normal she's got two twin boys are the last two to leave yeah and um, sobbing my eyes
2: out when little and child she's cares. a single
0: mom and they they've been her world and that's a normal grieving yes, of that. yes but it's also a release that and, and you know she doesn't have a choice she's got to move on with the next chapter of her life and you guys can't run over there every time she's lonely yeah. Um, that's, that's, uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'll set our peace Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Janice is with us. Janice is in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Janice. How are you?
6: Hi. I'm scared to death.
0: Why? What are you scared of?
6: Well, I'm going to be 63 in a couple of weeks. I have no retirement. Um, I'm still working. hmm um, made some very poor decisions with money over the, my life. Mm-hmm. Um um, raised up in a Christian home, but the only scripture I remember about money was the one that says, don't store up for yourselves, mm-hmm. um,
3: mm-hmm.
6: things that would, you know, mm-hmm.
0: be poor. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I remember that script.
6: Yeah. Oh. And I never, I never really learned money management from my parents. They were poor. And, uh,
0: before I run tight on time, how can we help you, hon?
6: Well, I just I've got $300 in my emergency fund so far and mm-hmm. I want to get started. I just What do you make? I'm afraid I don't What do I make? Mm-hmm. Uh I bring home about 3,000 a month.
0: Mhm. Good. All right. And um, you got and, and you have no a, and you have no money. How much debt do you have?
6: Uh I have a $20,000 car
3: mm-hmm.
6: Um I have a ten thousand dollar credit card, a four thousand dollar credit card, a twelve hundred dollar credit card, and a three thousand dollar personal loan
0: at the bank. Yeah, well, there's and there's reasonable a reasons to be scared, not terrorized, yeah. but scared, because this is an unhealthy situation, and yeah. you're and you're recognizing I have to address it, um, and so yeah. I would let that. If fear tells me to not touch a hot stove or get out of the road, a car's coming. That's good fear. Yeah. And it's I don't want it to be debilitating fear, fear that keeps you up at night, causes you have to take anxiety medicine. That's not what I'm talking about. But I mean, you're if right. fear tells you to get out of the road, you're getting ready to get hit by a car. That's good fear. So and that's kind of where you are. You got a mess, and you're going. I got to deal with this. So what we'll yeah. do is we'll help you. Okay, we'll walk with you. Uh, it's For not sure. going to be easy. You're going to get your income up. You're probably going to sell this car, mm-hmm. and you're going to do some difficult things. But we'll show you how in Financial Peace University. It's our nine-week class. Uh, you'll have people around you that are holding you accountable and encouraging you uh, because you're scared, and you need some encouragement. And, uh, and uh, We'll and
2: gift I, that to you, Jana, so stay on the line. Oh, yeah, we're, we're not going to charge we'll, you for it. We'll yeah. pick, you, pick up and yeah. do that for you.
0: Be completely free for you. Yeah. And the, the thing is this be afraid enough to do something but not so afraid that you're that you're frozen so get out of the road don't freeze in the headlights and we'll walk you out of the road and get you to the sidewalk and then walk you to uptown so um, and the good
2: thing about this too Janice is that there's gonna be a lot of quick progress in this that you're gonna see and because of all these these debts there's a lot of them so it feels overwhelming even as you listed it but you're gonna start with the debt snowball you're gonna start knocking this stuff out and it's going to take some years, you know, it's, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint, but continuing to make those decisions day in and day out, you're going to see progress, Janice. You really will, probably for the first time in your life, actually get traction the right way.
0: Mm-hmm. Hold on, we'll help you.